Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. But I go to I'm going to do it. All right, we're live. We're live. Okay. You know, I got to think of what I got to say. Okay, so this was a... No, I thought it was there. What did I say? Okay, no. Restart and restart. I know. Sometimes I just, I start a thought and I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm like, dude, that's why you edit. <laughs> After our last followers Q&A episode, we found out that you guys really enjoyed it. And we actually really, really loved it too. Mm-hmm. So we figured, let's just do another one here right away. Because why not? You like it. We like it. It's a win-win. And there were so, so many questions. There is no way we were getting yeah. through all of them. There's still no way we're getting through all of them. Uh, but, but what we tried to do is group the most frequently asked questions and ones that really stood out to us, especially ones that we haven't addressed in the podcast yet. So that's what we're coming at you with today, um, with a special emphasis on premarital stuff today. Might I add, um, we're pretty excited about this. You guys are amazing. We have such a variety of followers and we know that there is a whole beautiful group of you out there that are not married yet and you are consciously, intentionally guarding your purity, working through things and wanting to be prepared for your marriage. And we want you guys to know we are definitely coming out with resources for you guys. Pray for mm-hmm. us <laughs> as we do this. Uh, give us grace. But it is coming. Yeah, so, uh, Alana, definitely. let's go for it. Let's go for uh, the premarital things first. I'm excited about this. So right. uh, this is one I think most people can relate to. And it's coming out of or addressing sexual sin as a dating slash engaged couple. Um, how do we go about this? This is such... Yeah. First off, don't judge yourself and get hard on yourself about what you're doing because... All of us have fallen into this, you guys. Like, Len and I have each shared briefly our sex-timonies. And, man, it the temptation is real because the feelings are real. And if you can really work on guarding that as something that you know is going to be a blessing within marriage because that's how God has designed it for um, and safeguarding it, that is huge. So there's some, we've talked about before, Lana, like getting mm-hmm. um, people praying over you, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting too, like, I know I like how you address, like, you're not alone no, because definitely. I remember when I was in it, I was like, oh man, you're like, the I'm the only one. Yeah. Yes. So there's so much freedom in knowing that, okay, no, there's these two girls who have a podcast and they also struggled with this too. So no, you're not alone. We're not alone. We know that. So, um, but with that said, yes, find people around you. And we've talked about this before. I feel like, did we have a whole episode on this? You know what? I'm starting to think we may have. (laughs) Whoops. Okay. I think there is. If only we remember and just snap back all that information. But yeah, just like insert a sound clip from a previous episode. (laughs) But no, so just find people to, you know, surround yourself with, um, to pray for you and keep you accountable. I was talking with a great friend who was getting married and she's like, I expected people to, 
um, just come to, to keep, things, yeah. yeah, to just come to me and ask how we were doing and keep me accountable. Mm-hmm. But no one just volunteered that, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's true. Like, I was like, man, I didn't do that for you because I didn't want to seem nosy or, mm-hmm. you know, prying into your personal life. But at the same time, maybe, you know, married women or, you know, people who have experienced marriage and stuff, maybe yeah. we do have a role to play in and keeping these young dating couples accountable and yes. and checking in on them right just yeah. seeing how they're doing so Absolutely. anyways just a good another great thought for even like us married couples as well it's like yeah sure how can how can we help yeah. mm-hmm. coming to or coming forward together you know as brothers and sisters in Christ because as believers we know that there's such a spiritual battle out there you know with the physical and and when things get sexual, you guys, like, God made those feelings. God made us as sexual, sensual beings, and it's a beautiful thing. And it is hard to close those doors once you open yeah. them a crack, <laughs> which is a beautiful thing, you know? Like, God, that's how God's designed it in marriage, and it's beautiful to keep pursuing that. But to really focus in, like Alana said, on consciously protecting yourselves get people praying for you find godly couples that can keep you accountable that you check Mm -hmm. in with make a schedule be like every monday six o'clock here we are we're checking in on things we're going over things um pray together you know all these kind of things pray as a couple you know bring things forward together make sure your your communication is open um there's so many things that you guys can actively do and I think even just knowing that you have someone to keep you accountable, like, it, it puts the fear of God in you just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Not fair. in a bad way. I don't mean that in a bad way at all. But um, you're coming forward. You know, you've promised to be honest in this. And now you got to be honest. So it's an amazing. It's an amazing tool to use. So you guys, I encourage you to use it. Go find a couple that is godly yeah. and you respect and, and have them check in on you and and cover you your whole engagement in dating um because that's huge it was our purity chats purity chats episode absolutely so So, there you go so you can go listen to our purity chats and that will kind of explain some of that more for you who are interested okay next one all right adding fear coming up to the wedding night slash how do i prepare for the wedding night consciously now i love this question first and foremost can I just commend you on being conscious that you're preparing for it? That's half the battle right there, honestly. Yeah. Because it's something that makes me sad to think of because a lot of people don't prepare for their forever. They prepare for the wedding, and the wedding is one day. I'll be very honest with you. Yeah. Guys. That's what you've prepared for. You're going to be sorely disappointed after that day is done. Prepare for your forever after. Um, and preparing... For your wedding night as a couple is huge because that it really dictates a lot of things going forward, you know, depending on how it goes. It sticks with you and it can stick with you in a negative way or a positive way or as a neutral way. And having open communication is going to determine a lot of that, you know, as a couple. If you go in with nothing said about it and you're just going to see what happens, that's very risky. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. So risky. And I feel like we've talked about this too. And just mm-hmm. like having those conversations, I'm like, you know, what are our expectations for our wedding night? And, 
you know, what are we going to do? What are we not going to do? How could we, you know, relax into this as a couple after this like high intensity, like maybe fun, maybe slightly stressful, busy day? How can we then relax and actually just focus on each other? Personal to you guys. Yes. No one said that you need to go all out and have sex on your wedding night. Also, not all of us come from the same background. Some of us had previous relationships. Some of us slept around before we came to Christ. Some of us, you know, it's just so different. You know, you and your future spouse have a totally different story than anybody else and you know it best. So you need to curate your wedding night to that, you know, because for us Mm, to just sit here and be like, okay, here it is. This is our best advice. Do this, do that. And you're going to be like, well, that didn't vibe to me because, you know, my fiance has had sexual relationships with other people i'm a virgin how do we how do we go from there you know like it's all so different so getting everything on the table and being very honest with each other even get honest about your fears get honest about your concerns get honest about your what you're excited for what you think you're gonna be so passionate about like all of it all of it it's so important just throw it all on the table um and same thing you guys we're always gonna keep coming back to prayer have people pray over this, you know, covering your wedding night yeah. in blessing, your marriage bed in blessing and redemption and healing, whatever it is that you guys are coming into it with. That's, that's a big deal. There's so many, there's so many ways to think about it where it's like, you're maybe like overthinking it, but there's always like that, maybe oversimplifying it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like, I like how you worded it. It's just like, it's you have to curate it to you right yeah, totally. do what do what you need to do as a couple for your wedding night and yeah i think that'll make it the most special yeah and that leads into another question that we've gotten from quite a few followers and it's what is the best advice you would give to virgins specifically preparing for their wedding night and we're not mm-hmm. singling out virgins here you guys but i will tell you from from my personal perspective i can speak to this so can alana because uh, mm-hmm. my husband and I were each virgins coming to our marriage bed. So was Alana and Jeff. And um, you guys, we know nothing. <laughs> That's why we're asking this question. <laughs> so advice for virgins preparing for the wedding night. First of all, you are so strong for committing to this. It is not easy. We all know it's not easy. Um and I think the biggest thing as, as virgins is the same thing, getting on the same page, really exploring your whole idea, your whole dream of what, you know, your wedding night is to be together and sharing that together um, and talking about expectations, talking about realizations, talking about fears. It's kind of, kind of goes into what we just said, but, you know, as virgins, it's important to also have done prep work to understand the male and female anatomy. Get yourself sheet music. Do that. That is a, that is one of our biggest books that we recommend. Get yourself that book. Um, And depending on where you're at as a couple and, and how you deal with learning about sexuality, um, amidst being engaged and working towards a marriage will determine, you know, if you guys are cool with reading that book over months on end or if that's way too much and you're going to do this in, in you know, two months before the wedding kind of deal. Um, but that's an amazing place because that book covers all the things for, um, I think, especially virgins going into the wedding night. I, I glean so much from that personally um, yeah. as a young 
as a young wife and a young married couple when we first yeah no I definitely wish I would have had this book um when we first got married and stuff that would have been so great didn't even know books like this existed back then but right no definitely would have been a great resource so yes yes, highly recommend do you have anything to add on that though Alana advice for virgins going to the wedding night or preparing for it um I think often I mean you kind of touched on it but um often there can be a bit of fear mm-hmm. um I often hear um from you know virgins just not knowing what to expect like is it going to be painful all these other things just being really open and honest with each other and like I was talking to a friend who was who was going to be getting married and I was like you know what I mean and we said like obviously this isn't a one-size-fits-all for everyone mm-hmm. every relationship is different but mm-hmm. I was like like think about the things that you know when you do when you're dating and it just like makes you like so filled up I was like it's like making out right when you're like you're making out and like you know you that's maybe the gateway that maybe wants you to lead to more things right so it's like so it's your wedding night you're hanging out just like go make out like I don't know things like that I didn't even think of that on our wedding night right to just stop to do that right but it's like just to relax and do just hang out I don't know like and just enjoy each other's company totally the biggest thing like if I'm going to speak just psychologically the biggest thing is to be present with each other focus on intimacy not sex on your wedding night be present with Mm -hmm. each other make those moments moments you'll never forget you know don't put the pressure on sex I mean we're virgins like what are we gonna do we we have no idea what we're doing (laughs) right like and the beauty of it is you have forever to explore that don't do it all on the wedding night when you can be together and just slowly figure things out that's what the honeymoon's for like it's beautiful to just take that maybe backseat a little bit and know that you do not have to perform which i think is a huge lie so many of us going into marriage believe as virgins that we have to perform we need to do all the things like we know what to do right but i mean that's that's what we think (laughs) (laughs) yeah no No, that's good that's really good okay you guys i did actually set a timer we're going over time a little bit so it gave us another five minutes i can't believe we already went over time we are almost over time yeah this is going so fast so uh alana pick pick the next question uh okay um okay i'm actually i'm gonna take a different route than we were thinking yes i'm going to go with um when you and your spouse have different love making or affection styles good one this could be a whole episode. so what do you do yeah but let's briefly five minutes <laughs> yeah, let's do it. okay i think i think giving yourselves a lot of grace and room to grow in that area maybe challenge each other you know, if if you if one person is a very like outgoing, you know, I don't want to say aggressive personality, but they're like they're all there. They're Paris Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then the other okay. person is like maybe just a really tender, soft, like just gentle-hearted person. You know, in this marriage relationship, I'm just making an analogy because that's the best thing I can think of to say right now. Um, how do you mesh that, you know, when you're very opposites? Because they're, uh, we know that, you know, we attract opposites in marriage. There's always huge opposites in one way or another in everybody's marriages. So when it comes to lovemaking, personality types definitely 
will determine like how one person might naturally go about things and the other person will naturally go about things and then you realize whoa this is intimidating or whoa this is really different than what i imagine it even makes me think actually of like um love languages at the same time when yeah. it was like different affection styles mm-hmm. so like maybe your spouse is really like touchy and you know wants to touch you all over and you're like well maybe just don't do that maybe just do this <laughs> instead like i don't know <laughs> Like, I feel like, but at the same time, I think if you can like graciously, depending on, you know, your preferences, be like, hey, why don't you try this instead? Or maybe touch me here. Or Mm. I think you have to just try and be open as much as you can without, you know, stomping on feelings, but, you know, graciously and with love. Yeah. Just like sharing, hey, I love it when you make sounds or I love it when you want to try new things or in a different position or a different room. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on that? You know, yeah, to just try and have the dialogue, open, which, right? yeah, it's always about dialogue. It's always okay. about talking. Um, but I think that's one thing that would help if you and your spouse have like vastly different lovemaking styles yeah. or whatever. And you know, preferences. it's a beautiful thing to get to the point where you – can just serve each other out of the goodness of your hearts and you're like tonight I'm gonna go all out to do you like I'm gonna do what mm-hmm. you love for you and and vice versa <laughs> right you know there's gonna be times where we do there's many times in many scenarios in in our marriages not just making love but that we're just fully serving the other person because we love them and I think this definitely comes into play here Alana, you talked on like meshing things and melding things and working together in grace through things, but then there's totally that side of just serving as well, right? Yeah. And I think it's it's learning to find a balance between the two and having that communication always going. Yeah. I think that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a good question. It is a good question. Um, what's another one that we want to take? We have a couple minutes left. Um. Oh, this one. I like this one that was asked. There's a few ladies, a handful of you actually asked about sex positions to do um, when you find that you either A, experience pain because of like deep penetration or B, de- like, oh, I almost did something really <laughs> Sorry. <powerful. laughs> I was like, I'm excited for you to say this. <laughs> I would need, need to word this wisely. Okay. I do not want to offend someone here. Um, or B, looking at the different sizes between you and your husband. Some of us are married to giant men and we're tiny women. That's just the reality. I'm not a tiny woman. I'm I'm almost as tall as you. Um, but that's the thing. And like I have girlfriends and they're married to giant men. And they're little tiny women. And we've had these conversations. I'm like, how? Alana, that, that's you. <laughs> Sometimes that affects anatomy, you know, when we're talking about your man's package and depending on your size too, some, that's a legitimate concern. Some women go into marriage and they're like, whoa, like you're already, you know, seven feet taller than I am. What else is going to be, you know, <laughs> right? a little bit daunting? Like, hello, can I accommodate this? Uh, no. <laughs> that was great. That was really graceful. Right? I try really hard to be sensitive. Give me some grace here. But, okay, but 
you know what I'm talking about. So yeah. there is positions, you guys, that you can utilize if it is just way too much and it's painful and it's, it's challenging um, with the size differences. So woman on top, I'll tell you guys right now, there is so many good little articles throughout a lot of the books that we recommend to you guys um, in our Kingdom Sexuality Library on our website that talk about these things. And if penetration and t- going too deep or your husband just got a big package and you've got all that going on, woman on top positions is what you want to master. Like hands yep. or like there's Alana every Wednesday. Alana, you are the sex position <laughs> queen. <laughs> How do you like that title? Hi. <laughs> it's me again. Hey. But oh my gosh. Alana is very keen on making sure she puts a huge variety out there because we're accommodating so many different people at different life stages, right? Um, yeah. And I think it's important to know like different positions will greatly affect how things feel. Like greatly. Like you might think sex is sex and penetration is penetration, but it's not. Okay. You mm-hmm. should give every different position you try at least two to three tries, if not more, and get the hang of it yep. and feel things out. Because not only is like, I mean, yeah, he's penetrating you, but there's also angles to work with. There's pressures to work with. There's a lot to work with. So when you're on top, you can navigate all of that. And it's not just yep. literally a shot in the dark. Like you're able to manage all of that and I think that's really empowering for us to know as women especially you know going back to our first conversations talking about wedding night stuff that's a good thing to know like when you are on top as the wife you can manage through a lot of that because you're the one that's like very vulnerable at that moment yeah you're in charge you're in charge it's a good place to be when you're experimenting and working through different things absolutely Yeah. Another thought I had would be to definitely make sure you're doing a lot of like foreplay Mm -hmm. and just like make sure you're doing a lot of getting ready stuff so that, you know, you're ready to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that you're not ready to go too, like you're not going to be lubricated naturally. Your body's not going to be there. So that always adds to you being not totally comfortable, which is just not an awesome feeling. No. No. So, yeah, I think that would be another a great point, too. And you know what? There's so many things, like, I didn't know before getting married, and then I know we've had some questions from followers as well. It's like, you know, I keep getting UTIs, you know, after having sex and things like that, or maybe they don't really realize it. But there can totally be a thing where, you know, with, you know, penetration's too deep, and then things, I don't know, I don't know, the, I'm not a doctor, but then you get a, a uterine tract infection, because of it's too deep and I need to do my research, but it's a thing. Yeah. So something I didn't know before I got married, but then people are like, why am I getting these bladder infections? It's like, oh, well, maybe you need to switch up positions. Yeah, and that was, I, don't can, do I can that. vouch for that. That was literally me. Yeah. I, really went, I was like, what's happening to me? I'm very embarrassed to go yeah. to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. So often, like, even like, um, like to often doing like um what's the word i don't want to say like doggy style is that a weird word to that's what doggy style 
That's what it's called. Okay. But doing that, like rear entry for the woman, that often can be very, very deep penetration. And that can yes. often lead to a UTI. Yes. So things like that, just like you just don't know necessarily, especially if you're going back to the virgins. Maybe we just don't know that. Know. So I don't, I think just having these conversations, getting open and honest with people, being like, hey, did you know this, you know, before you get married? Did you know this? Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk about this for a second. Mm-hmm. And I feel just like having those conversations where it can just be really eye-opening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's really good. I feel like we could do a whole episode on that too, like just talking about position. Oh my goodness. And you know, where <laughs> you're at in life, like you don't want to have deep penetration when you are newly married, okay? You're virgins. When you just had a baby, when you're coming out of surgery or any kind of things like you just said, having urinary tract infection, all these things, it's good to have a nice little storage compartment of sex positions that you have tried and that are tried and true and you can fall back on them so that they minister to different areas of your life. I did not know that was a thing, by the way, when I first was married. And I was like, hmm, people would be very wise if they had told me this. Or I would have been very wise if I had asked this, actually. Um, Right, I guess. But, like, how would you know to ask? I know how to know to ask. As a newlywed, I thought there was just one position. (laughs) (laughs) I remember Googling it and being so overwhelmed. So overwhelmed. No, trying things is very important. Like, because it's going to help in many different areas to come in many different years to come. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just, don't just have your routine sex position, you guys. Trust me. Well, this is really great. And I think we should do more of these. I know. Let's do let's do our last one. Um, <clears throat> this one I thought was so beautiful. I don't want to leave this out. Okay. We're vastly changing from the last topic to this one, okay? <clears throat> There's really no connection here, but it's an important part of marriage, so I guess we can connect it. How to develop a praying relationship with your husband, not just individual prayer lives. And I want to close on this because I think it's very beautiful, and we talked about already several of the things we talked about tonight. Um, was on how important prayer is in all of these areas. So I love that this question was asked. And they said it, it has nothing to do with sex, but but I want to say it has everything to do with every part of your life, sex included. Yeah. You know? Um, developing a praying relationship with your husband is, I think, one of the most intimate things that we can do as wives. It's a very beautiful place to be in. It's a very special thing. It's very sacred, is it not? Like, mm-hmm. to come together with your husband yeah. and pray and intercede on your behalf, on other behalf. And I think it's just beautiful. And um, I think it's a very beautiful conversation. Just sit, sit down and have with your husband. Just be like, hey, you know, I, I've just been feeling really like the Spirit's just been leading me towards this. Like, how do you feel about this? How can we do this? How can we implement this? When? When is going to be our set time to pray, you know? It's a fun conversation to have. No, I think it's really good. And I like, too, how, I don't know, this doesn't have to be a big intimidating thing. Mm -hmm. It can be, you know, something you can bring your kids into, like incorporate, show them how you pray as a family. Like, um, I think it can incorporate, like permeate so many different areas of your life as you, you know, try and show what it looks like to love Jesus and mm-hmm. and pray together but also yeah include your kids pray and thank Jesus for this day like for the clouds for the sunshine like 
and like there's so many things where you can include your family but then also just make it really personal and just have that time before bed or whenever it is yeah. to just get together bring up the things and yeah and just pray through them yeah i love that i love that okay you're you're right this is really fun we do need to do these more often it's very fun meeting you guys where you're at and just talking about these things totally unscripted maybe it's a little yeah. dangerous too but <laughs> <laughs> a little bit intimidating sometimes. You're like, oh, can I say this? Can I say this? Wow, okay, let's just go. This is coming out in the <laughs> editing. <laughs> right? Oh. So, but I think it's fun. I think it's fun when we can be unscripted and just free to visit and respond to the questions that like our followers actually have and, yeah, I love and it. genuinely want to know because mm. I think that's a really special way that we can connect and keep building a community oh, as a little – little place in the world i agree so, i love that too so grateful Very special so with that said alana and i truly want to thank you from the deepest part of our hearts you guys trust us and we don't take that lightly and we want you to know that um every question that you guys give us we keep it totally anonymous because we respect you guys and we love you guys um so we want to let you know that and no we definitely did not get through all the questions tonight we maybe did five <laughs> no <laughs> but um Everything you guys do share with us, we write it down and we keep notes of it because we will implement that in the future. And we want you guys to know that. Um, also, Alana, we should do a live again soon and do Q and A's on there. Those are always so yeah, that's a good idea, right? Yeah, yeah. When my internet holds up, <laughs> that's great. Same. I love that. Love it. Okay, you guys, that is what we got for you tonight. We hope you love that. We love you guys. We're excited for our next Q. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys, and we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.